The Twins swing two trades, tender Emilio Pagan, and reveal new uniforms and logos all in one day. So much coming on today's episode of Lockdown Twins. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Friday, November 18th, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Thanks for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every single day on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. Again, this is Nash Walker, four seasons, writing about the Twins at twinsdaily.com. Three seasons hosting a daily podcast covering the Minnesota Twins. So much happened today. The Twins traded Gio Urshela to the Los Angeles Angels for a, a, a low A pitcher. They traded for Kyle Farmer from Cincinnati for Casey Lagumina, who they had just added to the 40 man roster. They tendered Emilio Pagan and they revealed their new uniforms and logos today. All on a Friday, I figured there was a lot coming today. Because of the tender deadline we had previewed this week, we knew that was coming, and I knew it was likely Gio Rochelle wasn't going to be on this roster at the end of the week. Not overwhelmingly likely, but likely that he wouldn't be on the roster, and he's not. The Twins traded him. I was mildly surprised. I thought he was he would be non-tendered. I really did, and I think that was the sense for a couple of weeks on my end, and I made that clear when, when we broke it down on the show. But we'll start with this trade. The Twins trade... Gio Urshela to the Los Angeles Angels for right-handed pitcher Alejandro Hidalgo. And you're probably wondering, why did the Twins only get a class, you know, low A pitcher for one of their best players last year? And the answer is, Gio Gio Urshela cost $9 million, about $9 million in arbitration. The Twins want to play Jose Miranda at third base. Third base is now Jose Miranda's position. And, you know, I, I broke this down in depth leading up to today, but I th- I thought the best decision for the team would probably be to bring Gio Urshela back, but the best decision for Miranda and the future of the infield is probably to get him reps every single day at third base, and that's, that's what they're going to do here. It's going to be Miranda at third. This is going to be a little bit of an experiment. Uh, it's, his, it's his position. It's his natural position, and that's the key here. It's Miranda's natural position. But this will be a little bit of an experiment with him at third because he hasn't played extended third base reps in the majors. We haven't seen it. And in the minors, the reports were, you know, he's a fringy third baseman. He's he's not a butcher, but, he, he you know, a good outcome would be he's a league average third baseman in the majors. If he is, and I've made this case many times, if he is an average third baseman defensively, he's going to be a top 10 third baseman in baseball because he can hit. We know he can hit for power. He can hit for average. Not going to draw a ton of walks, but doesn't strike out all-around game, essentially, as a hitter, we know he's going to hit. And his bat plays better at third than it does at first. And the Twins have Luis Arise at first. You know, Alex Kirloff is in the mix at first base. They have a glut over there. And they might want to go out and get a first baseman in free agency or via trade. That's why they traded Gio Urshela for a Class A pitcher. And it's not for nothing. Alejandro Hidalgo is a low-A 19-year-old right-hander. Big-time strikeout rate, 33% strikeout rate. ERA near five and a high walk rate. 
the walk rate, I'm sure the Twins will be looking to cut. Good changeup, low 90s fastball as a 19-year-old. You know, decent lottery ticket prospect. And I think if if people didn't understand like the economics of the game and how how teams operate, this would be a really confusing trade. Again, because Gio Rochello is one of the Twins' best players last year healthiest best player you know one of them one of the five best twins last year so why would they trade him away for a low a pitcher jose moreno is making the league minimum at third base it frees up that salary and you fill a hole and Gio Urshela, uh just didn't you know they didn't want to keep him at, at around nine million dollars and they get hidalgo back he's a c-level prospect you know in a poor angel system he's in the 20 to 30 range he's not a b-level prospect he's a c-level prospect and this speaks to the market for Urshela too. It just probably wasn't there. Teoscar Hernandez, that was not a big return for Teoscar Hernandez. And he's, you know, one of the best outfielders, right-handed outfielders in the American league for Gio Urshela. The market must've not been there because they only got a, a low way pitcher in return. It's not nothing. You know, it's not nothing. We'll see what happens. Maybe Hidalgo becomes a really solid reliever. Maybe he is a back of the rotation starter. He's 19 years old in, in low way. So we won't know for a while, we know Gio Rochelle is not going to be on this team. And it sounds like he's going to bounce around as a utility guy in Anaheim for the Angels. They have Anthony Rendon at third base. So it sounds like Gio's going to play some third, play some short, play some first. He's going to bounce all around as a utility infielder there. I understand Twins fans, many are sad to see Gio go because he was really good last year. You know, he was a three-win player. He hit in big spots, especially early in the season, came through in some massive spots for the Twins. Showed up. He was clutch. He played a solid third base. He's a good player. He's he's not a $9 million player to the Twins for 2023, and they elect to go with Jose Miranda at third base. It's a gamble, especially when you don't have a shortstop. When you don't have a starting shortstop, you have now the infield, Jose Miranda at third, Jorge Polanco at second, and Luis Ariza at first. Those are three you know question marks defensively with Polo being maybe the most solid of the three, but Louis just started playing first base last year in the majors. They're they're leaving themselves up for a potential disaster in the in the infield with their defense. They're taking a gamble that Jose Miranda can play third base on an everyday basis. But the Twins made a move, a second trade late Friday for a utility infielder who can play shortstop. What does this mean? The Twins trade for utility man Cal Farmer from Cincinnati for Casey Lagumina. That the uniforms, Emilio Pagan. It's all coming up after this word from. Simply Safe. If you've thought about securing your home with home security, but you've been putting it off, you'll want to listen up. Right now, Lockdown Twins listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. This is their biggest offer of the year, and you won't want to miss it. In an emergency, 24 7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you can get priority police. Response Simply Safe is whole home security with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door. HD security cameras for inside and out. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system we recommend at Locked On. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com/slash locked on MLB today. This is their biggest discount of the year, so don't wait. That's simplysafe.com/slash locked on MLB. There's no safe. Like Simply Safe. Thanks for making Lockdown Twins your first listen today on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. For your next listen, check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, 
and wherever you get your podcast. Twins trade right-handed pitcher Casey Lagumina for utility man Kyle Farmer. Initial panic on the Twins Twitter sphere. Is this our shortstop for 2023? I would be stunned. I think they view Kyle Farmer as a quality utility option off the bench. Farmer's interesting. So he's played he's played catcher. He's been a catcher in the big leagues. He's played first. He's played second. He's played third. He's played short. And he's played left field. He played 842 innings at shortstop in 2022. A lot of innings at short. Zero defensive run saved is average at short. Negative three outs above average. In his career, he's played almost 2,000 innings at short. And he's plus four in defensive run saved. Plus three in outs above average for his career. Getting older, right-handed bat. He's 32. He'll be 33 next August. The thing I like about Kyle Farmer, and Tom Froming tweeted about this uh, right away, and I, I wondered about this because I, I know Kyle Farmer, and I, I remember knowing that he crushes left-handed pitching, and boy does he. In his career, 288 average against lefties, 345 on base percentage, slugging 492 with an OPS at 837. That's a weighted runs created plus of 122 league average is 100 and against right-handed pitching he's at 72 so Kyle Farmer is a platoon utility infielder that's how I view him that's what his role should be and he's a quality platoon utility infielder so why would the twins trade away Geo and save that 9 million and then take on Kyle Farmer who's expected to make 6 million via arbitration they're both infielders they both play third base Farmer can play short. That's the biggest difference here. The Twins last year, even with Carlos Correa, didn't have a quality backup shortstop. You know, Palacios was filling in. Nick Gordon filled in some days. They didn't have a quality backup shortstop when Correa needed a day off, and that's what Farmer's going to fill. Hopefully it's for Correa, but it's I think it's going to be for a starter they go out and get. I think it has to be. I don't, I don't think you can go into the season with Farmer as your everyday shortstop and be taken seriously at this point. He's going to be... You know, the primary backup shortstop, the backup third baseman for Miranda. And this adds insurance in case Miranda isn't very good at third. You can put Farmer there and, you know, split that time. Or Miranda goes back to first, Farmer plays third. You have insurance in case Miranda can't play the position. And against lefties, we know Luis Arise, they shield Luis Arise against lefties because he's just not the same guy. He's, he's, he's not the same guy. Against lefties, you can put Farmer at third and Miranda at first against left-handed pitching because Farmer crushes them. Miranda crushes them. There you go. Little platoon matchup there at first and third. I like this get for the Twins. Six million's a little rich, but he's in his second year of arbitration, so he's under team control through next year if the Twins want to keep him beyond 2023. Here's a look at the roster right now if you're watching on YouTube, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to update this. I just tweeted 1.0, and then like a half hour later, the Twins traded for Farmer, so I had to do 2.0. But in the outfield, I have Kirloff, Buxton, Kepler in the grass. Miranda's at third. Shortstop is a question mark. Second base is Polanco. First base is Luis Arise. Rotation, Gray, Malley, Ryan, Obermaeda. Bullpen, Duran, Lopez, Jax, Thielbar, Alcala, Pagan, Moran, and Winder. And then on the bench, Nick Gordon, Cal Garlic, Cal Farmer, and Trevor Larnick. So I have Cal Farmer as a quality bench option for the Twins as a utility infielder. He can play all around the infield. He's even played in the outfield. You know, an emergency can probably play in the outfield as well for the Twins. That's how I view him. Twins needed to get deeper. They needed to get better on the bench, and they do with this move for Kyle Farmer. Estimated payroll right now is at $98 million. The Twins finished last year right around $140 million. So with Kepler still there, uh, Geo's now off the books. They brought back Pagan. 
They're right at about $100 million, which gives them 40 to $50 million to spend in free agency. If you trade Kepler's $8.5 million, that adds that to your available spending room. That's where they're at right now. They essentially swapped Urshela and Farmer, and in the process, lost Casey Lagumina, who they just added to the 40-man. And I was confused. I was confused at the time. You know, Lagumina didn't have the numbers. I was wondering why they why they protected Casey Lagumina and not like Miziel or Bina. I mean, I understood with Urbina, but like Michael Hellman or somebody else. And maybe it's because they were planning to trade Lagumina. Like this has been this has been in the background since the the 40 man deadline, which I think was Tuesday. So they traded Lagumina. They get Farmer back. This is straight up, you know, 40 man move. They freed a 40 man spot when they traded Gio Urshela. So think of it this way the twins traded Urshela and Lagumina for Cal Farmer and Hidalgo, and they saved $3 million in salary. So, you know, negligible in salary. But with Farmer, they get somebody who can play short. That's the biggest difference. And he's not as quality of a player as Gio, but Gio's limited, and the Angels don't see it that way, which is the irony in all of this. The Twins traded Urshela because they don't view him as a viable backup shortstop. They don't even view him, I think, as a viable backup second baseman or first baseman, but the Angels traded for him thinking he was that guy and he'll be that guy for them. That's how the Twins view Kyle Farmer. They view Kyle Farmer that way, that he'll be this quality utility man off the bench for them. Hopefully that's how they view the, view him. I'll be shocked if they viewed him otherwise, but I think that's that's how they view Kyle Farmer, and, and that he, that's a good role for him. You know, he's a lefty crusher in his career. That's a, a long career for Kyle Farmer of, of hitting left-handed pitching in his career. 386 at-bats against lefties and, and really good numbers across the board. 18 home runs, 21 doubles. Mentioned 288 batting average. Weighted runs created plus at 122. Interesting day for the Twins, and they revealed their new uniforms. My thoughts on those, and they tendered Emilio Pagan. After this word from BetOnline. BetOnline is your number one source for betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline is where the game starts. Again, it's not just football. I always mention this. There's basketball, college, NBA, the NHL, anything you're looking for at BetOnline. They have, they have podcasts even. If you're looking for more podcast fix, they have that at BetOnline after you listen to Locked On Twins, Locked On Sports Today, Locked On MLB, all the Locked On shows, head over to BetOnline, check out what they have to offer as well. BetOnline.net is where the game starts. Thank you, BetOnline, for sponsoring today's episode. The Twins tender Emilio Pagan, which to me is surprising. Uh, it's surprising to me. I didn't think he would. I didn't think he would be back. I don't think he should be back. I think this situation with Pagan is. I think it's complex in a way. I think they're they're making it more complex than it has to be. To me, Pagan and Alexander Colome are are this, it's like the same situation. Like Colome blew so many games for the Twins in 2021, and the Twins had a club option on him, and to it was such an easy decline because and he was good in the second half. Like he he pulled it together in the second half, and he was the guy the Twins thought they were signing. There was just so much negativity there from the the team from and not him as a person. I don't mean him as a person in the results early on, because he blew so many games in the first half, it was just, we're going to move on now. That's going to be it. And that's how I thought this situation was going to go with Emilio Pagan. I thought because he had blown so many key games for the twins, that's it. We're done. 
there's the stuff is there. The twins clearly love his stuff. And Dan Hayes reporting other teams were calling on Pagan as well, which the twins probably should have just traded him to the teams <laughs> that were calling. But in his final year of arbitration, you know, the twins are going to give him three, four million bucks to be in the bullpen. Maybe it's not a huge risk to have him as your sixth inning guy in your bullpen. The twins went into the year last year. He was their closer last year <laughs> going into the year because they traded Rogers for him and Chris Paddock. He was their closer. Maybe there's less risk with him as a sixth inning guy. I just don't know if it's worth it. I don't think it is. Like, I don't think it's worth the risk. He's not, he hasn't been good for years. I understand his stuff is good. I, you know, at times last year, I even defended his stuff and I said, the fastball velo is there, the swing and miss is there, the spin rates are there. But man, the results are not. We're talking about three seasons going back to the COVID season. You know, almost a full starter's load. <laughs> 22 innings in the COVID season, he had a 450 ERA. 63 and a third for San Diego in 2021, he had a 483 ERA. And then with the Twins last year, a 443 ERA. So that's three seasons with an ERA, you know, near 450 or above. And in those three years, he's pitched in 148 games, has a 461 ERA. And this is not one of those situations where the underlying numbers are so great. His FIP is 471. It's expected. His ERA is expected. He gives up way too many homers, 32 home runs in the last three seasons in, in 148 games for Emilio Pagan. He's a home run machine. And I just don't, I don't think it's worth it anymore to try to get that extra, that extra oomph out of him. Like, oh, maybe he'll give us a 350 ERA in the sixth inning in 2023. It's not worth it to me. A little bit of a shocker. I don't, I don't like that decision to bring him back. Honestly, maybe they trade him. I don't like the decision. Twins unveiled their new uniforms. If you're watching on YouTube, these four, the road pinstripes, the home whites, the home alts or the road alts, home and road alts, blue, and uh, the Twin Cities cream, which will be worn at home as kind of the new baby blue is the Twin Cities cream. My initial thoughts is I grew up with the road pinstripes, the gray road pinstripes. I love those. I love the, the gray pinstripes. I think the Twins are going to look super sharp on the road. I personally don't really care about hats as much as other people, like what's on the cap. But I also agree that the M is weird and it does look like the Marlins logo. It, it looks so much like the Marlins logo with the star on top of the M because with the Marlins, I'm thinking of the fish coming through. And that's what I think of when I see the star, like the North star above the M. I'm not crazy about the hats, but everything else I really, really like. I love the road, gray pinstripes. I think the home is really clean with the red, white, and blue. The blue jersey, like give or take, it's fine. And then the cream is is a nice touch with Twin Cities on the front. Actually, the cream is what I thought they were going to do for the City Connect, something like Twin Cities on the front. They do it now, and they have it ready, and it's got that Minnie and Paul on the sleeve. I always love the jerseys with Minnesota across the chest, especially on the road, and they keep that. I like it. I really like it. I think they did a nice job with these, and I think the Twins are going to look really sharp in 2023 and beyond. And my hope is that the Twins will win a playoff game in these jerseys at some point. At some point in the future, they will win a playoff game in these jerseys. One of them, or hopefully multiple of these jerseys. Something else I really like I'll bring up. I love the, the state logo on the sleeve of the home. I don't know if it's on the sleeve of the pinstripe, but of the home white, they have the state of Minnesota with the star, like where Target Field would be, on the sleeve. And I think it's, it's great. And those TC hats are with the home whites. And then they have the cream TC with the cream Twin Cities jerseys. I like I like those a lot. 
The M hat, again, I think is weird. I agree with the masses there. I think the M hat is weird. I'm just, I'm in love with the road pinstripes. I love the stripes coming back. And those jerseys, are. I, I, I hold those close to my heart because I remember watching Johan Santana pitch in that red lettering Minnesota across his chest with the gray and the pinstripes on the road. Love, love, love those. And again, overall, like the logo looks the same. The TC, they they adjusted it. It looks a little bit different, but it's basically the same logo. Overall, I think they did a really nice job. These are modern. They're clean. Uh, I especially like those road unis, and I think the cream alts are are a nice touch. I will miss the baby blues. The baby blues were really pretty, especially on a Sunday. Uh, the twins wore them a lot, and I think they like them, but they're, they're tossing them in the trash, I guess. So they're going to replace them with those creams. I like them all. I really do, and I, I think the Twins did a nice job overall. I, I, I was pleasantly, not surprised, but I was pleasantly like, wow, that, those are those are nice. Like They look good. Other tidbits that come out of that, you know, I wonder, like there was, Dohyung Young Park tweeted a, a picture of Jose Miranda and Jorge Polanco FaceTime with Carlos Correa at the event, which anytime you see something like that, doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean that Correa is coming back. But to me, you'd rather have that than not. It'd be much better for that to happen than Correa is not even in touch with anybody. And it's just, he's moved on, you know, he's in free agency, but he's still in touch with everybody, you know, from this team. They're still in touch with him. Dan Hayes made a good point. Correa and Urshela are close. So that relationship and that decision is interesting on the twin side. Either way, you know, Miranda and Correa are close too. We'll see what happens. Twins made some moves today. Twins revealed the uniform. I'm like exhausted on, on all this activity today. It was it was wild, and there's going to be a lot, lot more. You're going to want to join me for it. Thank you so much for making Lockdown Twins your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. Let me know your thoughts in the comments. Go Twins.